Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Kayleen. And we're entrepreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Great synchronicity, huh? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. A podcast by two gay idiots navigating, owning, and operating their own businesses in the midst of end stage capitalism. Well, welcome back to uh, the podcast. Eight episodes everybody. in, and we still don't got it. <laughs> you know what? If you don't got it, flaunt it. If yep. you. That's, if there's anything you take away from this podcast, it's that. It's that you don't have to have your shit together. <laughs> but you can still flaunt it. <laughs> yep, you can make the whole world watch. <laughs> I'm just peacocking for the neighbors. Yes, yes, yes. So today anyway, is a pretty big day for us. Yeah. Um, me and Kayleen we, are just uh, smiling right now. If you are right listening now. to this, um, at the very moment of our recording... We have just launched the podcast for real, for real. Um, you know, we've been time traveling as we record this this guy. Um, we were, you know, recorded ahead, and um, yeah, we we just went live on all the mediums. Um, so hopefully, we're not canceled yet. No. I don't even think we're saying anything that weird to be canceled. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like I've started getting in like some deep podcast, like, oh, you know, like I think I sent podcast you one yesterday lore? of like the, uh, the, the semi-retired comedian channeling the Pleiadians. And just yelling oh, at you? Yeah, you're getting into niche podcasts, deep, deep in the deep in the in the in the in the uh, comedy category. <laughs> Are you spiritual? Um, or I don't know, but yeah. Um, so, thank you so much for being here. I I'm super proud of this happening because it just yeah. started as like a fake podcast. Yeah, this literally started about on us like you know doing meal prep in my kitchen talking yeah. to no one hey um, hey and, hey yeah, there's like, lots of spirits in there <laughs> there's, yeah okay not no one uh so yeah thank you to everyone who's listened in so far and for bearing with us like we know that we've had audio issues and like um i think i think if you've if you've gotten this far you know that our philosophy is to just kind of like jump in and do it anyway Send it. and whether you're ready or not, whether it's perfect or not, you just kind of have to do the thing. And that's what we decided to do. And um, I think if we had waited for everything to be perfect, we just never would have done it. So thanks for everyone who uh, bore with us for that. Um a shout out to Greg Scott for giving us a name and designing our logo. What a champion. Um, and uh our photographer, Stephanie Aguadello, um, who uh, did some really great photos with some very strange props that we brought in. Yeah, and we just kind of want to go in. I want to talk about a little bit like more of like the base bones of like starting this because this feels like, you know, you start a project, you start a business. Like those are the only two things we had for our branding. But yeah. we just had like a very specific uh, vision you know, mm-hmm. um, we had like our brand colors and just like the overall vibe and what we wanted to do. And we just hired two vendors. And then, I mean, Kayleen did the website and then 
I've been doing like some of the video stuff and like yeah. getting the you've audio been, you've been in the editing, background. editing most of the episodes and we just kind of there's been a lot of YouTubing and Googling and just figuring it out and it's just like you know you it's okay to like not know everything when you start a project I think that's a big a big stumbling block for a lot of people people think they have to invest a ton of money in research and development or learn a bunch of different skills or hire a bunch of people and really like you need to whittle it down to like what can I do what can I what can I shop out um what can I do without for as I'm getting started and just do it and just know that like yeah it's probably gonna be a little scrappy and messy to start with but like if you're really clear on what you're doing and why then the people then people will like glom onto that and they'll stick with you as you evolve and yeah refine yourself you know because i think what yeah. a big thing is is consistency too like once you do start like i right. think consistency is worth almost yeah. anything i think yeah honestly like with like especially like an online business or whatever or like a podcast or just like a fun right. project um it's just like strong brand identity of like who am i who am i trying to attract like what's the vibe like what's fun for me i think right. that's also really important like you need to be having fun with it especially if it's like not bringing in money or just like yeah. something that you want if, to try if out it's, if it's making you broke and miserable then what are we even doing <laughs> like uh, you gotta you gotta yeah. have one or the other well yeah just like the capacity of joy right um and like having that and having fun with it um and then i think those are like just like super important things because especially in this day and age where like people this is like more about the meat of the episode but like people have yeah. youtube channels with millions of subscribers painting their nails right okay yeah so like, you can do anything but yeah so with that said um this is episode eight it is this is going to be our season finale of season one um we're gonna take after this episode goes out we're gonna take a little bit of a break um and then we're gonna be back with yeah, you'll be still be getting episodes, um, but we're going to take a little bit of a break and then start working on season two, um, where we hope to to bring in some guest stars. So if you're a gay in business or you know an awesome gay in business, uh, let us know because we love to meet new people. Um, we'd love to just putting it out there. We'd love to guest on other people's podcasts. So, um, and as well as have people on ours. So just like bring in the, all those queer business opportunities. Love, love to network. Love to meet the fam. Yeah, yeah. Because our own won't talk to us. Oh, hey. too soon. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm, I'm going to get sure a text a great... from my mother about that one, Anna. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, no, not to speak, not to project here, not to project here. But I am, uh, my human design is a projector. So, yeah. yeah. We should get a human design <laughs> expert on the on the pod. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Read uh, us to filth. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, so that, this alien podcast I was listening to, I thought it was really fun because they started talking about, like, stop healing they're like you've done enough just have some fun and i was just like oh my god they're like you're looking for trauma at this point like just have some fun give yourself two weeks two weeks where just you don't so work everyone on yourself knows, this is called awakening od 
Uh-huh. So if you want to listen to this podcast. Hot alien summer. We'll link it in the show notes. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't, I have not listened to it yet. I might, uh, but uh, not wrong. I do think people yeah. are at this point just like trauma mining. I mean, I don't blame anyone after the last year. Yeah. You know? Yeah, when all you have also, to do is sit with yeah, yourself. Trauma mining. <laughs> yeah, when all you have to do is sit with yourself, you might as you gotta you have to look to yeah. yourself to keep things spicy and interesting. And yeah. why not? But you know what? I just love that energy of like hot alien summer. Yeah, whatever. Get like weird. it's not that serious. Like, yeah, get in it. So we're gonna do some tarot time. Yes, it is. It's time. I am working again with the Delta Enduring Tarot. Um, just thought it'd be a good idea to round it out with another queer can you, tarot. Can you describe your relationship with this deck? You know, like some decks are more mean, some are more gentle, some are more sassy. Like, what I is feel this like deck this like? Deck, yeah. Um, so the deck that I learned on, which is the Wild Unknown, which we will, I'll use, I think that is also a, a queer creator now that I think about it. Huh, tarot is very gay. <laughs> <laughs> I am not surprised. Um, Shooketh. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this one is pretty pretty kind to me, but also pretty straightforward. Like, I feel like it's, um, it doesn't pull any punches, but it never feels, like, mean or sassy like the way some do. My Wild Unknown deck really gets very sassy, especially if it knows I've been using other decks. Um, I will get... Like no, regardless of of what the context, if I haven't used that one in a while, the, my first pull will be just like all the nastiest cards. Well, it's also it's like Kayleen it, has it's just like multiple tattoos of the Wild Unknown deck, yeah. on your body. It's true. So. so it's like, what are you doing with these Might other have been decks? Marked. Yeah, might have yeah. been marked. Yeah. Um, no, and then the Fyodor Pavlov deck, like I said, that's a brand new deck. I've only been working with it for a couple months, but that one feels very, like, plain spoken. Very clear. Um, Delta Enduring repeats a lot. It gives me the same messages over and over. Where it's like, you haven't fixed this yet. <laughs> yeah. You haven't gotten yeah, the message yet. I think yet. that's... Perhaps tarot in general. True. Um, this one I feel like really gets a te- gets um, on a groove with some cards. But yeah, definitely. I I, I feel very. Um, I feel like this deck is very. I don't want to say gentle because it doesn't like. It. I wouldn't say it's like you know sugarcoating anything. But it is. Um, I don't know. I feel I feel very warmly towards this deck. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Delta Enduring. We are towards the end of the summer here. What do what does the collective need to know? What should we think on in our last episode of the of season one? What does the collective need to know for business, life, pleasure? I think we got this card last week. <laughs> I'm going to oh pull another God. one. What, I got the Seer of Cast Irons again. So I hope everyone's been in, um, really cooking up something amazing in the kitchen. So uh, I guess we have that. Domestic. And then a supplemental card. It's so funny yes. you were saying it repeats yeah, itself. Yeah, it, it's clearly listening. Uh-huh. 
Um, yeah, so if y'all didn't take the last week to, like, really hone in on your domestic spaces, the, the Delta Enduring knows. Okay. Clean your house, you <laughs> goblin. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this is here is we've got um, a card that sometimes people have uh, mixed feelings about. I tend to really love it. It's the Ten of Swords, which I think is also funny because it's (laughs) we're ending the season. (laughs) So Ten of Swords um, tends to indicate the end of a uh, end of a chapter in life, um, in the end of a project, the end of like I've always, I feel like a lot of people see this as a negative card. I mean, the original artwork is literally a man laying on his face in the dirt with 10 swords in his back. So I would understand why. But anytime I get it, I think it's um, really nice because it takes away the, um, you know, sometimes when something ends, there's like some ambiguity about it. When you pull the 10 of swords, you're like, nope, chapter's closed. Let's move on. Um, so I think this is a good thing. It's like, hey, uh, you know, uh, I think if you're so listener, if you're feeling like, um, like a little sad or attached to something that's ending, maybe the summer, you know, you're, you're, uh, the, the summer's winding down. We're getting back into like, uh, you know, fall modes or starting to think about like, People maybe going back to school or their kids going back to school, mm-hmm. um, kind of ramping up. I think we're up. second week of August when this is going to release. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, second week of August, at least where I'm from, is when you start gearing up for going back to school. I don't mm-hmm. know about anyone. Yeah. You know, I yeah, go in Arizona. Yeah, that about right. End of summer. Yeah, you know? some places wait till after Labor Day, but not all. Um, I would just take some comfort in the fact that, like... Um, it's ending, you know, that it's like ending without ambiguity. And maybe this is somebody, um, maybe this is like a specific message of somebody like switching houses. Maybe somebody's like physically moving with like yeah. the seer of cast oh, yeah, irons. you might be moving around this time, actually. I will. Yeah. I know this makes sense for me. Wow. Um, maybe, it, maybe it is. Yeah. This is about, mm-hmm. yeah, closing a chapter. And I know I'm not the only one because a lot of people like, you know, their leases expire around this time or right. they move because of school or August is really a time of like, it's a lot. I it's think a it's a month a of physical of change. moving. And just know that anything mm-hmm. that you're leaving behind is for your higher good. I think is probably the best thing I could say um, is it may be sad, but just know that like uh, you can uh, make a clean cut and start over and get up, uh, you know, like pull yourself out of the dirt <laughs> and start something new. Before we move on to our next segment, I want to give my wife a compliment. Kayleen, your skin looks beautiful. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. You look good. It's all the chlorine from water aerobics. <laughs> Honestly, I bet it's a good like symbiosis with like the dryness of the chlorine and just like the and mouth just weather. Steam that hits my face I mean, as soon as I walk out of the building. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Nature's moisturizer. Yeah. New Orleans, like living in someone's mouth. Yeah. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you. All right. There we go. So do you want to talk about this topic? Because I feel like you live here. So this is... Okay, so set the table. We are serving the main dish. 
season finale, we wanted to give you a very special treat. Um, for those of you who have stuck with us and find us entertain more entertaining than annoying, um, we want to talk about something that we hey, feel... they can think we're annoying, too. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's I don't I didn't care say, if you think I said I'm annoying. more entertaining than annoying, not more even if you're even if you're more annoying than entertaining... I don't know what you're into. If you're still here, really, here's a, here's a special treat. We wanted to talk about one of our favorite things to shoot the shit about um, when we're just chatting as friends, um, which is something that we have referred to as the Bywater, Bywater Business, business plan. plan. So um, this is very contextual. This might start to click for people who live or have lived in New Orleans. It is very much uh, an inside joke that we're going to have to explain a little bit. So just for some context, the Bywater is a is a neighborhood in New Orleans. Um, it is where I live um, and have lived for most of the time that I've been in, in the city. Um, it is – how would you describe the Bywater? Okay. Um, not, I'm not, we're not going to go into a whole history lesson. <laughs> New Orleans is a 300-year-old city, but currently as yeah. it is right now um, – I feel like the Bywater, like, people get pissed at it because it's, like, a lot of, like, transplants gentrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will also say about New Orleans, if you can hack it there, I mean, you're not going to be too much of a gentrifier because, baby, that crime ain't going nowhere. So, (laughs) um, like, so it ends up, uh, I feel like it's a very, like, queer community. It's a very fringe community. It's Um, very artsy. Yeah, there's, like, like sections of the Bywater where it's just, like, a bunch of, like, people and, like, they're... Honestly, I feel like New Orleans, like, I don't even want to say 20s. These people are in, like, their 30s, 40s, 50s, honestly, oh, yeah. like, Someone demographic. Told me once, and I don't yeah. know how true it is, to be fair. Like, I am not a city historian, and I know that this history of New Orleans is, like, vast and complex. But someone did once tell me that the Bywater is where a lot of the uh, French Quarter artists fled when rent got too high in the French Quarter. Like, Yeah, but now I don't know if, like, the rent's super high in the French Quarter anymore. I I think maybe it's more in the bywater now because yeah, of I don't that. Know. I feel like Airbnb has messed up my perspective on pretty much everything. But anyway, there are it does have a reputation for having like kind of like trust fund hipster bohemian kids. Yeah, I like like cosplaying poor. Like there's yeah. definitely some poor people, but like there's definitely oh, yeah. like and, and to be fair, there are definitely poor. still people in this neighborhood that have their families have had homes in this neighborhood for generations. Um but you know, like Hurricane Katrina and and the influx of uh, transplants after that definitely has done a number on this neighborhood. Um, so when we talk about our Bywater business plan, we're talking about just the most off-the-wall way you can think to make money. Um, and this began, Anna, I believe, because yeah. of the Tinder dates this you went on. This is me. I, I just kept meeting people who... I don't know. I, I'm not like a person when I meet somebody, I'm like, what do you do for a living? Because I, I don't really care. You know, I don't really want to talk about my job when I'm meeting you. I'm just like, what are you into? Do we vibe? Do you want to dance? Want to look at some stars? You know, those are the things I'm interested in. But these people would like present themselves to me, I think like in a month because it was right before quarantine happened. And I would just keep meeting these people like with these very like half-baked ideas of like what they were doing for 
business slash income. Like this is how they would present it to me. And one of my favorite was a curtain business. Um, they were like, yeah, I have a, a curtain business. I, okay, okay, like where can I look at your curtains? What can I buy? I've made one. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yes, one uh, curtain. Yeah, one, you made a curtain and now you have a business. And I was like, wow, this is like a lot of audacity. And then I met somebody at a parade and we were just talking. Um, he used to, this is a very New Orleans story. Yeah. He used to do like Ironmans and like train for marathons. And now he lives in New Orleans and drank away all of his savings, but wants to open a bar. Okay. Yep. Like that's, um, that's, yep. That's, all right. that's a choice. Like, <laughs> I mean, so, obviously he's learned that bars can make money because he gave one, <laughs> he gave a few all of his. He's like, but um, what if I was on the other side of it? Like, mm. yeah, <laughs> okay. Like, just a lot of stuff that's like super off the wall. And I'm sure um, a lot of cities have these kind of like, because it's like these young people. And I feel like when you live in these like more like, I don't know, like creative places that are like more non traditional with like the family structures, like I think the further away sometimes you get from your family, the more creative you're allowed to be. Yeah. Um, because and like I mean, our like, generation. I think that's a thing here too is like yeah. speaking of of more traditional businesses but that got started in non-traditional ways I can think of like three or four very popular restaurants here off the top of my head that have uh kicked off because they were like a secret thing in someone's backyard mm-hmm. that would just happen every week and yeah. now they have like full full-fledged storefronts Kayleen has like a place by you that uh-huh. literally has a line every day and she's like oh yeah that started in someone's backyard like, yeah yeah it's a taco restaurant that started in like an alleyway and was there for years and they finally just in the last few months got like an actual restaurant space with a that i went to i brought some friends there um i finally went to their their space and it's beautiful and it has a huge um like outdoor garden patio that i didn't even know was there when it was the previous location it was like a oh, bakery wow. before it's yeah. it's stunning yeah because like you know we also know people like that even not businesses but i feel like especially in new orleans people that are like oh i paint mardi gras floats that's my job yeah you know or people who literally are like street performers you know that's what they do very big here like you're there's no i think or i know i know a lot of people who are tour guides like and they make insane amounts of money like somebody said to me one time you would be a good haunted house yeah. tour guide yeah and i said okay <laughs> yeah i mean i know i know multiple people who make theater minor in the house baby right. yeah i mean their theater also yeah it's a lot of it's a way place where like a lot of theater makers i know go to like make good reliable money i don't you know obviously in the last year it has not been as reliable but mm-hmm. um, i've seen you, them pop up though they're huge they're bigger than before i don't even think they have a limit now oh yeah now they're now they're coming back and a lot of them transition to like um they would make like youtube or self-guided tours for people um while while you couldn't gather um yeah i new orleans i think uh lends itself to creative money making yeah i it's mean very, how many people do we know that are like professional like practitioners in the uh, yeah, esoteric I, mean, I, I know so many people who make who are like literally professional witches um i just joined a witch book club i don't know if i've talked to you about this but i it's 
it's been really awesome to meet other people who who like have an income who make some kind of income from this to know that it's not just like a weird internet idea um yeah it's very much a gig economy city and it's a weird city so you get weird ideas so we we like one of our favorite activities all so this is all just to explain that one of our favorite activities is to kick back and dream up our bywater business plans like what would we do if money was not an object and i think our first one I don't know if it was our first one, but our, our longest standing one is uh, is our Dairy Queen franchise. <laughs> uh-huh. And you know what? I don't think that's super... I actually don't think that's a, a oh, Bywater fair. business plan, but honestly. that's um, just a math problem right there. Right? I just think the math makes sense on that one. Yep. Um, but, yeah. Uh, we yeah, definitely want like, to start a Dairy like, Queen franchise so that we can go would, on the cruises that yeah, they send their franchise owners on. I would walk in and me and Kayleen would just like look at each other and start laughing about how we're going to own a Dairy Queen someday. Yep. <laughs> and then it's good. We're going to expand it. And we're at this go into time, cities. I was vegan. So like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fully vegan. Ready. Ready to make. Because there are no Dairy Queens in New Orleans. They're all out in the suburbs. But there is a lot of transplants here who fucking love their their blizzards. Or people that would. You know, yep. there's honestly there's not a lot of ice cream in New Orleans. There's a lot of gelato. There's uh, Creole Creamery. Uh, there's a lot of ice cream pop ups that have popped up in the last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's one thing. When I first moved to New Orleans, I was not vegan, and I there wasn't a ton of ice cream options. I remember because yeah. I really liked my ice cream, but now I am not vegan, so I can eat it. Yes, but, you can. Um, here's some like other fun ones. I. We were like, so every episode we like make a list of like, okay, these are like some of the things we're going to talk about. And I was like, hey, Kayleen, what is spirit Tinder? <laughs> I was like, you know about that one? Does that yep. make sense to you? Yeah. Spirit Tinder is a bywater business plan I came up with with our mutual friend Ashley, um, in which witches can get matched up to special ghosts or spirit guides in their area. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if like maybe your house isn't super haunted or you're feeling like you're uh, you're not really receiving a lot of messages, you can like swipe, swipe left or right. Be like, oh, oh, damn, the fox spirit. I matched. Oh, did you? No, he doesn't like me. Like, yeah. So that's our, our that's our completely unfeasible Bywater business plan. Um, Until, I mean, who knows? I, we're stepping into another dimension, yeah, you know? Like, the portals okay. are opening. <laughs> the portals are opening. <laughs> Maybe we're just ahead of our time by, like, a couple of years or something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I also, one of the one, earliest ones I came up with is what I would like I call the bone box, which is, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe other people who are like on the like alt goth aesthetic train, especially people who like really identified that that way as a kid, but weren't allowed to express it through because of like family or school or dress codes or whatever. I always wanted to be a person that collected bones and just like weird taxidermy shit. And I had no idea where to start. So I just didn't. But I was like, what if you could have a subscription box for bones and somebody took care of that for you and you could just become a bone person. You just get to have like all your weird, creepy home decor delivered to you in a nice little box. Just a nice subscription box for weirdos. 
I think most of my Bywater business plans are subscription boxes. Because I think I mean, people it's have such niche needs. One. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just feel like the subscription box model is so like. Yeah. I had another one where um, when I, especially when I was working in theater of having a tech week care package where you could go find a service. You could have a service where you tell it like you tell you go on the calendar and you tell it when your tech weeks are going to be, which for those who don't work in theater, that's usually like the week right before opening where you have like your longest days, your most intense rehears- rehearsals. It's very stressful. Um, a lot of people are like a lot of egos are big and energies are hot and a lot of last minute changes get made. And it's just like it's not a great it, everyone's under crunch mode and it's like it's a lot. Um, and I feel so, like it's also like the collective stress too. It's like yeah. you seeing other people stress too. You're yeah. just like, oh yeah, yeah. Ah. It's, it's, yeah, you can kind of just, even if your job is going just fine, you just kind of soak in everybody else's anxiety. Or even if it's just like one particular area of production's not doing great. Yeah. Um, so I was like that you could put in, you could schedule when it was going to be, um, and what area you worked in. Like if you were backstage, if you were front of house, if you were artistic, are you, if you were in the cast and it would send you like your own little care package with like tea, waterproof mascara, gaff tape, like, you know, whatever uh, gaff shit tape. You, the gaff tape, that's hard. Cause you have to order that. It's hard to find gaff tape. Um, yeah, it's stores. expensive too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and love people gaff are tape. always stealing it. So because it's nice. Everybody it's nice. loves gaff tape. It's good tape. tape. Yeah. It's the so best tape. Just really. to have some kind of uh service where you can be taken care of. Um, because it's I I knew for me that when I worked in theater it was the it was the the time where my self care would just plummet. Um your eating kind of go goes all kinds of wacky. Um you don't get a lot of sleep. Um you usually have at least one emotional breakdown. Um so that was my, my but tech I also want to talk about how Kayleen actually really did start a bywater business. I did. I did. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about the candles a lot, but on the podcast, I know. I but like, but, that is what that is. That is what that is. Yes, yeah. oh. it's a candle speakeasy, is what we kind of call it. Um, yeah, we still don't have a website. We've been in business for over a year. You know, we're just kind of doing it. Yeah, I feel yeah. like. My Bywater business plans are like, I'm already working on them. I feel like how I see my projects and like my career and things shifting, it's just like, it's already super out there, I think, you know, but like, we'll just go out in it, you know, and talk about like goals, I guess. Um, yeah. I like think it's, it's the, the key to a Bywater business plan. Yes, wackiness is a big part of it. But I think it also it's like it's a honestly like as funny as it is, it's a really important thought exercise, I think, into like what would you do if like money and logistics were not a factor and then you can kind of once you get that idea you can kind of reverse engineer it it's like okay well how can i do this with what i with the resources i do have at the moment what did they say shoot for the moon land on the stars or something yeah, like that's, that that's shoot for the, the stars that's land the on the old moon. that's the old uh adage yeah yeah you know but because i think it's like I think it becomes more and more important to kind of like distinguish yourself um, Mm -hmm. and like not look like everything else because I feel like in the realm, I think business has changed a lot. Um, 
and like where everybody was kind of like copying each other for a while but yeah. I feel like post pandemic I don't know about that anymore but right. like, I think people are realizing I think a TikTok has helped a lot where people realize like the importance of your your perspective Sorry for anyone who can hear my cat sneezing in the background. Oh, is that Athena? She's a sneezer. Athena is having a little fit in the background. Yeah, and, like, not feeling like you need to, like, borrow anything from anybody else and just, like, I don't know. However you get these unique ideas, I have a friend and... She gets like she's a photographer and she gets almost all of her concepts from dreams. Yeah. Uh, and she's like working on a clothing right line right now based on dreams. And, you know, it's just really cool because it doesn't need to come from like this like conscious place. You know, it can come from somewhere else. It can, however, it comes to you, you know, um, organic or however. Um, but I think something also really important. When forming a wacky bywater business plan, um, is with is like the people you surround yourself with. People like mm-hmm. I don't want to say like surround yourself with like yes people, but like like being around people that you feel cool like shooting the shit with and just being like, what about this idea? And then you just kind of riff, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Why not? Why would I shut something down? Why would other people shut something? It's an idea. It's fun. It's creative. It's play. We're literally just playing pretend right now. Right. You know, and so many of these businesses have started out of nothing, you know, um, like our, like the Internet. The fuck? How the fuck did somebody come up with that? You know what I mean? Yes. Military, blah, blah, blah. Um, but like like social media, where the fuck did that come from? A car, the wheel. How did somebody think of the wheel? How? I don't get it. Honestly, the more I'm saying this, I'm just like, oh my God, it sounds like intergalactic intelligence, but that's like another. <laughs> yes, it all comes back to aliens. <laughs> you know, but it doesn't. It doesn't seem like the human's idea. It sounds like a idea that was like connected to something higher, something, you know, something else bigger than this like peanut brain that we have um but just being around people that will be like yeah why not that could work or like, be like oh also, yeah you know what you should follow that follow that feeling like, just go into like the absurdism of it right you know like we don't have to be like super rational and have all of these different a b c d you know like yeah we can go like a to z to three to x to y you know like we can jump around is a heterosexual trait <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be practical. Like, why do you want to be practical? I get it. Like, I feel like people serve, like, compare practicality to surviving, but, like, those don't go hand in hand. There's a lot of people who live a lot of practical lives that are doing not great, and there's a lot of unpractical people that are fucking thriving. So, like, and if you look at what happened in 2020, there are a lot of people who had practical, stable life paths who had the rug completely ripped from under them. And those are people who made what made all the quote unquote right choices the ones that they were raised to make and that society told them was a stable path and they got screwed with their pants on like there's really no other way to put it so honestly like there is no safety net is the thing um and that you can let that thought paralyze you or you can kind of delight in it you can you can uh you can try to have as much fun as you can on the way down 
you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think just being... I think so much of it comes down to if you can't find these people maybe in real life that are like on the same wavelength as you, A, have the courage to cut a, cut someone off, yeah. you know? And then be okay being alone. I know a lot of stuff that I learned is because I spent a lot of time alone. Right. Lot, I spent a lot of time alone. I, I and also, then, I personally think that if you're not comfortable alone with yourself, then you've got, that's a sign that you have, need, have a lot of work to do. Honestly, if you're that, if you're, that's, that's one of the big, also a big thing I noticed last year is a lot of people just cannot be with themselves. Yeah. Um, and then also, also yeah, uh, explore a weird neighborhoods. Like Expl- like go, go, go change a scenery, go change the scenery. If there's no one in your, in your circle that, uh, Go hang out at a nursing ideas. home. Get some Go check out a new bizarre coffee shop. Like, go to an art gallery. Go, like, expose yourself to, like, people who just are, have a different way of looking at the world than you do. It's really, it's really refreshing and scary. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, the olds, you've been hanging out with the olds, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, it's just, like, hanging out with people that are, like. Uh, near the end of their life objectively they're just gonna have such a different oh yeah perspective like i meet old people at the pool also and like the stuff that they say i'm just like oh yeah that's me you know like one of the women was just like i could barely remember my name when i wake up and i was just like god what a privilege you know like i know a lot of people would be like oh my god how scary but it's just like how present you know like yeah she's functional she's get it doing her thing but just like to be so unencumbered by like these things like names right. <laughs> like, no things yeah you just kind of like go back to it being a three-year-old and it's cool because it can take you out of your mind for a bit um which like then you can start to bada bing bada boom um I'm also apologizing if anyone there's like music on the street out behind me. Someone's uh, someone's I think just parked outside, blasting their speakers. So hopefully I can't hear it. What's the music? It just turned off. I don't know. Oh my gosh! It was was it, it bounce music or no? <laughs> it was, was it like Sunday weird, gospel. It was weird instrumental. Was it that industrial music again? No, it it was not a. It was not any kind of music I expected. Okay. <laughs> Expect the unexpected. Indeed. <laughs> the aliens. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Once I let the aliens in and the dogs don't like me anymore. It happens. Mm. Um so are we ready to go to bro book review? Yeah, I'm ready if you are. Bro Book Reviews. I read a bro book every week so you don't have to. Yeah. All right. So we're doing another classic. And I just want to note, I do not need to read books by men only. So if you have book suggestions, reviews, things that you like, even, yeah, things from like queer authors, femme people, let me know because... I will gladly read that and do that. But I'm just, I feel like this first season, we were just doing the classics of the things you see on the list of like multi-millionaire habits. Um, 
So this one is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. A classic. And I don't know. I had to honestly like review what this one was about because I read it maybe about a year ago. And while I was reading it, I got like this really wild like job opportunity that just like literally fell in my lap just like came out of the ether and I was like I wasn't wait what like I got a phone call from somebody and they're just like yeah if you want this you got it and I was like what in the world okay um so that's how I feel about this book um but I guess it's all about it's it's money mindset right like this is not Mm -hmm. personal finance it's literally called like think and grow rich and it's talking about the main thing you know that like distinguishes people that make money and who don't because i think there's a statistic out there that like the x amount of millionaires are self-made because i mean you know the trust fundies they just squander it on partying and travel like it's not they don't have like this belief or like the idea of like a lottery winner winning money and then they like lose it all because like they weren't ready for it you know like the mind wasn't prepared to like accept all of that money and this is kind of like prepping your mind to be like i could be a rich person um so it talks about like what you're like showing and not telling uh talking about like you don't need to talk about it just like be about it and i Mm -hmm. feel like we did that with this podcast we weren't really like talking about it that much I wasn't I feel like we just kind of like showed up and we're like hey we did it you know um and there's definitely like some power in that um and like persistence is a big one of just and also viewing failure um as not as something that like and you hear about this all the time and it's so much easier said than done because Mm -hmm. failure sometimes is such like a visceral response where you feel like you're getting like punched in the stomach you're like oh my god yeah I think we could also go on a little uh, side tangent about how, like, rejection sensitivity is something that's really hard for queer people. <laughs> I think um, that, you know, when a business bro talks about, like, getting a no and getting rejected and just like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's easy for you if your ego's the size of Nebraska, but like... <laughs> Some of us have uh, endured a lot of rejection at very formative times in our lives. And yeah, it the foundations, sucks. the foundations different. Yeah, but I would also argue and say like maybe that makes you give a shit less. You know, right. if you're so used like, to like, oh, oh, you think you can hurt me? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, like maybe it. like taking that as just like you know like not fitting in the the bullying, blah 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 of like childhood years um and then just being like i'm not human anymore like yeah, good I've luck i've become complete good i've become luck. resilient yeah yeah i feel like that's a word my therapist used a lot and he used it to describe me and i didn't really like it that much he's like you're no, very it's a, resilient it, it's kind of an insult because it's like yeah i know you've just been absolutely yeah. battered yeah but you're still here yeah yeah you're just like that doesn't seem like the thriving that I'm no, looking it's a, for. It's, I, you yeah, know? it's a, I think it's a, a very heavy loaded word here in New Orleans, too, because it's used to describe New Orleans uh, as a community. And a lot of people are just real fucking sick of being called resilient. Oh, yeah. It just means and it's that just we have like, to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like that nobody wants to be resilient. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but in it does come some other stuff. It does, I think. Uh, 
provide some immunity to Mm -hmm. like said rejection um so like one of my friends you know like in personal life stuff I feel like I'm very direct with people I'm just like what's going on are we doing this like is this relationship going where you would like it to go and like my friends are like wow I can't believe like you are so open talking like that and I was just like it's business at this point you know what I mean it's like an energetic contract where it's just like am I gonna give this my energy or not like it's okay you can tell me no but just tell me like with like ghosting culture and stuff like that because you get ghosted in business you get ghosted in love life and it's just like I don't care just please tell me so I can more effectively direct my energy and I think just kind of looking at like yeah like a math problem like do you want more energy yes or no (laughs) Um, because I don't really like to play I like very clear communication Um, but going back to think and grow rich it's talking about like how many people quit um, because it's too hard or like things aren't because you hear all the time like people talking about their successful businesses and they're like I just got lucky and that like totally is a part of it right um but I think also there's something in like preparing your mind of being like fuck yeah I'm a lucky son of a bitch like let me let me do this I'm lucky Bring me person you know um and then also having like a desire of like what you're doing and I think we were talking about that like about having fun with what you do but um it says like achievement it starts with like a burning desire um because it's like something you're excited about and like energy begets energy and like what is what's the Mm -hmm. saying like energy flows where passion goes because you're just like Uh, you know the more you energy flows where attention goes exactly yeah yeah because it's just so like the, if you yeah put the things time that you give it, your attention mm-hmm. like the habits that you track the things that you focus on eventually like your energy will flow in that direction and you'll start to see you'll start to get energy back from it um I was looking at my Goodreads review of this. I was like, what did I think about this? I gave it four stars and it's very divisive on Goodreads. It's like one and five, which I love the books that are either like yeah. five star or one star. I was like, oh, we love a controversy. Right. I think I think people because I, I have not read this book, but I have. It's one that I feel like is very prevalent and it's a, one that a lot of people talk about. I think. It's probably, you know, it's probably divisive because it was one of the first... It's an old book, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's from, like... Let me look up a publishing date real quick, but, yeah. um, um, like... I feel ahead. like it's probably ideas that a lot of people don't think of as new anymore, but that's because it was the one that that put it out there. 1937, y'all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 1937. So that's, like, before people really started talking about Law of Attraction or The Secret or... and So I think a lot of people probably think this is kind of hackney, but it's actually really the first... Mm-hmm. Um, first, yeah. At least in the Western world, you know? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of these books... Well, I feel like, you know, like, this is just, like, taking these ideas from, like, Buddhism and stuff like that. Yeah, just repackaging them. For capitalism. For capitalism, For capitalism, yeah. Yeah. For making money. Um, But, like, a lot of these books I feel like we've talked about have these published dates that are old. They're not this century. they're foundational, like, in terms of how, how the... American Western capitalist entrepreneurship scape looks. Um, so yeah, that's why Anna's reading them so that nobody else has to who's listening to this. Well, let us distill down the information you need to take from it. Yeah, because like with these books that are like published in 1937, are yeah. some of those like white men or honestly just like 
like popular idea media like ideas that are not great um but you power through them which is maybe that's why i forgot this book you know and i just had but i had something pretty miraculous happen while i was reading it like a year ago yeah um so yeah that's it um all right well that's a bro book review all right Um, that's a wrap for season one yeah incredible we did what can it. we look forward to in season two? We'll come back in the fall, maybe like September. Yeah, our plan um, is to do a season, a, like eight episodes a quarter, is basically our kind of loose idea. Um, don't hold us to that. Don't fact check me. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're we're really hoping to bring some guest stars on the pod next season. Well, um, I love how you called it stars. Yeah. Everybody's yeah, a star. Um, so yeah, we can talk stars. to different people. Um, about their businesses and how that fits in, um, how how they run their businesses in queer ways or run queer businesses, you know? Yeah, because um, it's also diff- like interesting to hear what everybody's MO is and yeah. like, and, you know, like the like, backstory and how it happened. Yeah, how it happened. Um, like I think I said, you know, I really want to know how other people are running their businesses um, in ways that, jive with their ethics and their politics um because it's fucking hard out here as an anti-capitalist to also want to make some fucking money um and also i yeah i want to talk to people about money and about i think the scarcity mindset that is so ingrained in queer culture um about yeah, I, I want to talk. I want to talk to all the people about all the things. So, um, if you know anybody, uh, or if you are somebody who thinks that they'd be a good fit for the pod, um, shoot us an email. We're uh, entrepreneur at gmail dot com. Our website is entrepreneurs dot com, and our uh, Instagram is entrepreneurs dot podcast. Yeah, yep. and then as always, please leave us a five star review. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be giving you all shout outs at the beginning of season two. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, yeah, for my stuff. Uh, yeah. If you want some video branding work, uh, feel free to check me out at Green Stripe Video um, on Instagram and then also GreenStripeVideo.com. I would just love to. I, I'm trying to work more with entrepreneurs, queer entrepreneurs and artists with music videos is kind of like where that's been flowing lately and I am available for travel. Yeah. Great. Um, you can find me at Swamp Witch with four eyes on Instagram um, if you're interested in a tarot reading or something of that ilk or if you just want to look at what my nails look like that week. Um, and then if you like candles and things that smell good, you can follow me on, at Candles Unincorporated on Instagram. And um, we're going to be launching some fun new scents over the summer and hopefully um when it cools off a little bit uh transitioning to being a full ship thing so you don't just have to be in new orleans to get the candles um we are also uh doing a lot of bulk orders lately so if you are uh getting married throwing a party need some fun gifts for clients that you want to spoil think about a nice scented candle they smell up. awesome. They yeah. smell awesome. They really fill a room too. They're powerful. I've been I've been ensorceling people with scents scents. So. And they have fun <laughs> names. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. My favorite is Farmer's Market Fuck Boy. Yes. That's a lot of people's favorite. 
Uh-huh. I wonder why. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, and we'll see you on the other side. All right. Bye. Have a gay day. Bye.